following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand of Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it and he bangs it in for the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. Oh, it's a Tuesday edition of Talking Cowboys here from the Star in Frisco in the SWBC Mortgage Studios. The morning after a 38-10 loss to the Arizona Cardinals on Monday night football. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about here over the next 45 minutes. 45 minutes isn't going to be able to contain this show. I, I, I can feel it. Isaiah Stanback is sitting across from me. I know he's ready to let it rip. I know Hetma Harrison, who's in his household, I know he's just ready to to let all the frustration out. And then Rob wearing a hoodie this morning, and that should tell you everything. It's Rob <laughs> Phillips. So we've got ourselves a show for you here over the next 45 minutes. I'm Kyle Yeomans. And uh, boys, where do we start? Uh, I mean, Talk about the, the turnovers, four turnovers for the Cowboys yesterday. They lost to a quarterback that's from your hometown who only had nine completions. Only time in the Super Bowl era that, that has ever happened, especially whenever they get blown out like they did. 38-10 to 10 was the final score. But, Rob, we'll start with you. You were in the stadium for that one, AT&T Stadium, which had 24,000 fans at least at the start of the game. I don't know how many there were at the end of it. But what did you think of last night's ball game, and what were your thoughts? We're not doing the smelly sticker segment this week. Uh, no, no. I don't think so. No, no, no. smelly stickers uh, for anybody. A, it's, a great idea. it's a great idea, but we're not there this, today. Uh, to me, this is the worst loss of the season so far uh, because it, it was a repeat of the previous four games, except you didn't have Dak Prescott to come in and fix it. Mm-hmm. And because you have your backup quarterback in the game, I know Andy Dalton is a starting caliber quarterback. He's had one week of practice the starters you've got to lift him up you do what you can to help him mm-hmm. uh he didn't play his best game but the turnovers continue to be a problem big plays on defense continue to be a problem and you know if you're going to win games without your best player you gotta you gotta focus up and you gotta be sharp and that was the worst performance they've had of the season in terms of turnovers which is saying something four turnovers they haven't had more than three in the first five games of the season and there's your there's your ball game there's your right now minus 12 we've talked about it over and over and it's the same problem and it's the same story and it's going to continue until they get it fixed ECMA. <laughs> oh man <laughs> what a morning to to have this responsibility because it's it's one of those it's one of those losses that doesn't sit right with you because of the effort uh you quarter by quarter i guess if you just say first quarter the defense was given up everything that we had been looking for. It looked like they had shored up a lot of their problems, communication errors. We were even getting some push uh, up front. And then, you know, once the, the turnover started to happen, it just seemed like it sucked all of the air out of the building, especially from our defense. And just they just went back uh, to some of their old habits. And it's on defense, I guess it's the communication problems among the uh, defensive backs. It just seems like they are out of sorts or I'm tired of the excuse of maybe they don't know what they're doing, but just out of sorts. I can't, I can't go with that notion that they don't know what they're doing. I just, just, it really bothers me to see uh, these big plays and, and guys running free, 
knowing that they have to get a stop, can't get a stop or can't get off the field, you know, and, and you know, Isaiah talked about it beforehand and just saying, look, these are the things that we need to look for. We showed it in film session. We talked about Buda Baker. And I mean, man, if Buda Baker doesn't go to the Pro Bowl off of this one game, I don't know, man, <laughs> because he had himself, he had himself quite, quite an evening. All right, Isaiah. Man, um, in the words of Charles Barkley, just terrible. Terrible. Um, <laughs> it, terrible it just, with terrible to you. It was not good, man. Um, you know, I guess the good news is, you know, we won the time of possession. Uh, um, that's, yeah, we won it. Oh, yeah. did they? Yeah, 33-26. So there goes my that was my tip for the game, and we won that, uh, wow. but we didn't definitely didn't win the game. Um, no, I mean this this was not a good performance, uh, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know, any Dalton, you know, I, I I tooted his horn all week, and I think he still will pay off for the Cowboys um, down the stretch. Um, you know, probably starting this week. You know, as you already attested to, Rob. You know, he had one week. You know, and you guys, everybody saw it. I mean, people can can drag his name through the mud all day long because we lost the game and he didn't play very well. But you know, as a backup quarterback, you don't get a lot of reps with the ones. You just don't. You don't get a lot of reps in period in, in practice. Period. You might get you know, you might get some seven on seven reps, but you're running. You could tell that their timing was out of whack. They had no, they were not in sync by Absolutely. any means. Mm -hmm. um, you know, seeing a play on yeah. paper, seeing it on video, you know, and the coaches talking about it in a meeting room is one thing. But when you take it to the field, there's so many other elements that come into play as a quarterback. You have to be able to have your timing uh, with the receivers. You got to know when they're going to break their routes off. You got to know the non the nonverbal communication as far as their, their body languages and when they're going to make breaks and cuts. And there's so much, so many elements to the game that you know fans most most likely are not going to necessarily be that empathetic to but as a former player um, I'm just going to caution you to say everybody out there just to be patient um, it's, it's hard to say when you're two and four but be patient with, with Andy Dalton you know, I, and I, I said it in the pregame show he would not be the reason why, why the Cowboys lost and he was not the sole yeah. reason why the Cowboys lost um, this defense played well as you as you mentioned heck these guys these guys look like they assured things up LVE came in um, obviously him, him coming back was a lot of question marks and you could see the leadership that he has on the field he was literally hitting dudes on a hip, hitting them on the butt, getting them lined up properly. Guys were, and you know, you even see Jalen looking at him like, oh, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be at. You know, like he came over and he took the, he took the, yeah. the you know, the, yeah. the realm. But all, all in all, man, you know, turnovers was the, it was the thing, you know, and, and Kyler Murray, um, Kyler Murray did exactly what we said he was going to do, Rob, when we talked about it in film session. You know, he yeah. was soon, I think the defensive ends did they, what they were supposed to do, right? They were upfield. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the D, the interior D lineman did okay, but they got too wide, right? Just like we talked about. Um, as soon as he saw that hole, he's gone. Um, I think guys had leverage, right? I mean, against any other quarterback, <laughs> aside from Michael Vick, you know, these guys would have been able to contain yeah. him, but he is who he is. And he, you know, he broke what was good containment. Um, he's, an, yeah. he's, he's one of the best athletes no. in the league. I mean, you give him that respect. Um, and then when you talk lightning about boot, yeah, lightning, lightning and not, not only just fast, but he's quick as all get out, right? So even when you have leverage, yeah. he can make you change your leverage based upon him just making one move, right? So uh, kudos to the defense. I think they played a lot better than what they have played in the past in the front seven. In the secondary, oh my gosh, I'm sure we'll get to it. This cover four, they just toss it out the window. Uh, we were watching wow. the game yesterday, Rob. This cover four yeah. has to stop because teams are literally – I'm sitting yeah, here no, watching teams scheme 
against cover four in our yeah, eating uh, it up in our inability to run it the way it's supposed to be ran. Um, Larry Fitzgerald was a yeah. decoy for D Hop, right? On passes that weren't even completed, but they were still there. Um, Buda Baker on defense was a, a complete dog. He is who we said he was. Um, so, you know, all in all, I know there's so much to, to, to unravel, but it just wasn't a good game for the Cowboys, and they just want to fast forward to, to Washington. Well, I mean, that's all we got to talk about. All right, that's it for talking Cowboys today. We just hit every piece of it. No. Let's go. I mean, here's here's some stats for you. This is the first time since 2015 that the Cowboys have started sub-500 through week six of the NFL season. And the last time they did so, they went 3-13 and and, of course, drafted Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott in the 2016 draft. Since 2007... Tony Romo's first season as a full-time starter for the Cowboys. Cowboys replacement quarterbacks, quote-unquote non-week one starters, are a combined 7-21. and 21. Pretty close to what Andy Dalton's uh, career record in primetime is. 6-21 and 21 now is his career record in primetime. So things didn't go right from a quarterback perspective. You could say that about the offensive line. You could say that about the secondary. You could say that about the defensive line as well. But oh, I think you start with turnovers. Four turnovers. He took a, and even Mike McCarthy started his presser last night with it, Rob, and he talked about how uh, you have a minus twelve turnover differential. No other team in the NFL has more than twelve turnovers, and you have a minus twelve turnover differential. It's hard to win games whenever you put your defense in that bad of a situation on multiple occasions each week, every single time, Rob. He's got to be pulling his hair out. And, you know, he said it starts with me, but, um, you know, the foundation of his program in Green Bay, what we're learning, the way he's harping on these turnovers, I went back and looked at it, and he may have referenced it a while back, too, that, I mean, they were, pl- they were plus in the, in the differential every year in Green Bay, every year. I think they were, he was close, over 13 seasons, it was like plus 100 or something close to it. Wow. Um, they just don't take care of the ball at all and uh and and when it's your best players that's what makes it even worse um and you guys spoke about Andy Dalton and and what what Isaiah said he wasn't gonna he's not the reason you're gonna lose games that shouldn't be his responsibility coming in as the backup and Jerry actually spoke to that on the fan on Friday and this is what they're talking about you know they they never gave him an opportunity to have any sort of balance that's why I said it was just like the last four games 54 pass attempts. It's the same thing over and over Mm -hmm. again, where now you're asking not Dak, but his backup to come in and try to save the game just on the strength of his arm. And, you know, they wanted to get the run established, but that's Zeke's own fault. And he admittedly that they didn't get the run established because of of two turnovers. And I don't know. I don't know what's happening there. I know that on Twitter, the discussion was the sleeves (laughs) and all that. Uh Oh, that they went on a giant winning streak two years ago when he and Dak wore the long sleeve. So I don't I don't right. know if it's that. Um, but Kyle, yes, they they they're not going to win very many games at all if they don't get this fixed. And and, and it's it's partially the defense too. You know, they I think they have I don't is it three takeaways this year, three or four, three um, yeah. that have led to ten ten points, a field goal, and a return t- for a touchdown. So it's just the whole complimentary football thing that we keep talking about over and over again that's just not there. The, and the one player I think that you believe coming into this game that you absolutely needed to have a big game was Zeke. Mm-hmm. Right. And 
you know, we, we talked about it at length and, and just not giving up on on the running game and making sure uh, that you just pounded it and, and the offensive line getting some momentum behind uh, this backup quarterback. Man, those two fumbles just crippled us, but it wasn't the ball game. All right. We gave up those 14 points. OK, we still were in a position that we could at least try to make this a game. We never got to that point. And it just seemed like one big play after another big play. And the 80-yard bomb, I, like, to me, that, that was it. Everybody could have just packed up and left after that. Because to me, it was like the team said right then in that moment, okay, this is who we are. These monumental first half collapses is just who we are. And look, we, if you look at Andy Dalton's performance, yes, all right, he was under pressure uh, a lot last night. But you also saw how Dak was having to escape that pressure for five games and get out and make these heroic efforts to bring us back from behind. Mm -hmm. We just don't have that anymore. And without that piece, man, we're dead in the water. Whenever you look at, and I, I do put that Christian Kirk 80-yard touchdown reception as as a huge point in this football game, but even after that, you drove down the field, you had an opportunity after the two-minute warning to throw it to Michael Gallup, who was wide open in the end zone, and he dropped a touchdown pass. That would have made it 21-7. You got the ball to start the second half. You drove down the field again, and I believe that ended up in a turnover, or they just stalled out again in that, that drive as well. So you had a chance to make it 21-14, and it, I think it slipped through the fingertips of Michael Gallup, which I'm not going to put this game on Michael Gallup by any, more, by any stretch of no. the imagination because he just didn't no. catch the ball that one time. How do we know uh, at, at that point that that was going to be the final opportunity to really get back in this game? But Isaiah, and I kind of want to go off of what Heckman said here. He said... Dak Prescott kind of masked and hid a lot of the problems that we saw on this offensive line. I think that came to light again this week, and maybe we relied a little bit too much on the performance against the New York Giants defense that just really isn't that good. And we moved into this week with a little bit more confidence, and then as soon as Zach Martin was out, it was ball game over. But what did you see from the offensive line and how Andy Dalton reacted behind it? I think there was two things that was taking place. I think you had a quarterback who hasn't had enough time with either his line with either his line and his receivers, right? So timing was off, communication seemed off. Um, I'm, I'm, it just they just haven't had enough time together. So mm -hmm. that that was not seamless by any means. So you could tell that was going on. Um, and then the offensive line, obviously, once Frederick went down, I mean, geez, I mean these guys. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, these guys just—you could tell that they just—they were just demoralized, mm -hmm. right? You could tell that they—they they just lost their confidence. Um, all the air in the stadium was taken out. It was like, no, not not this one, right? And we've already lost two other—you know—two other Pro Bowlers, not the third Pro Bowler, you know. And um, once that happened, it was just like, um, oh crap, we only—we have—we have a regular offensive line with no All Pro guys playing right now. Yeah. Um, and it was like. You know, like I said, Dallas has been spoiled for a very long time, right? Very long time. It's Heck been, yeah, it's been a while since they had an offensive line without a Pro Bowler. You know, and there's a lot of there's a lot of teams in this league that that have offensive lines without Pro Bowlers, yep. right? And this is what you have now, and it's and it shouldn't be that mentality. Like these guys are all professional athletes. Like, dang, our dogs are gone, but guess what? So and so's been grinding. Let's go. 
Yep. Right? They didn't have anybody on the defensive line that was magnificent that you were scared of. Their guy had been he, – he, he's on IR, the guy that you're worried about, right? But what they did was, to make up for that, their defensive coordinator said, we are sending the entire house and our tents and everything else we got, right? Get your dog on. I don't care what you yes, got. Sir. We're sending everybody. The and he kitchen just, sink. Yeah, the whole kitchen sink. He, and he brought everybody, seemingly every play. Um, and like we talked about, this team was going to do this. This was something that was known. They were going to apply pressure that way. They were going to test out this offensive line. They were going to get up in our receivers' face and see if they can make contested catches. So, um, collectively, as a, uh, you know, I, I think it, it, it was a bad combination of Andy Dalton not having enough reps with his guys and being in continuity with them, and then this offensive line just looking at each other, saying, "Okay, who, who's now the leader?" Rob, whenever you yeah, look, hey at, guys, oh, 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 go for it. Go ahead. Go ahead, no, I was, I was just going to say, guys, you know what? Consider yourselves blessed that you didn't have to watch this on the, the broadcast and, and listen to Greasy last night. I'm telling you, man, he's probably one of my least favorite people this morning. <laughs> he is one of my least favorite people. Because if you let a cowboy hater do color commentator for a three-hour game, man, that just – like, and I didn't mute my television. Usually I'll mute the television, but – Greasy, I got you, dog. I, I, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and Steve <laughs> yeah. Levy was in that boat as well. I, I, there were a couple shots in there talking about the desert, and then they had the graphics where yeah, it was where they, where it, they were trampling yeah. the defense a little bit. They they got after it a little bit. They they kept taking shots, shots little haymakers back and forth, which is fine. I mean, at the end of a thirty-eight to ten ball game, what else are you going to do as a it's, broadcaster? I mean, it's. And it's America's team. When yeah. they're down, it, boy, it's fun to kick them, right? That's mm-hmm. what the media does. And they did. And when they're up, they're at the highest pedestal, right? That's just that's just what comes with it. And you get everybody's best shot. Mike McCarthy spoke to that during the week, mm-hmm. and they got the best shot from Arizona. And and what Isaiah said about the offensive line with with Dalton, he just didn't look comfortable for for basically no. the entire game. I thought I thought there were times of protection held, and 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 give them credit for. 54 dropbacks and trying to hang in there um but you know he did get sacked three times i thought there was some coverage sacks too or coverage pressure where there weren't a lot of there were some tight windows there um the the way they were covering uh the cowboys receivers he got hit eight times and but yeah i mean when you're looking we'll see what we'll see what zach's status is this week he's going to be in concussion protocol and see how he does uh as the week goes on but undrafted Last year, uh, rookie at, at left tackle. Connor Williams is your old man at left guard, yep. and he's in his third year in the league. you got a rookie center. You've got uh, Connor McGovern, who everybody's been wanting to see him play. Draft pick last year, didn't play. And then an undrafted rookie at right tackle. I mean, oh my God. It's, a, it's, a, it's a tough situation. And, and, and then you throw on top of the fact that they completely threw out any semblance of balance. Yep. Boy, I mean, that's just a recipe for disaster. And it looked like a disaster, oh, especially at the beginning of that football game, and and really didn't find a rhythm at all. And it's going to be a tough week, a short shorter week now before you take on Washington. We'll talk about Washington a little bit tomorrow, but when we come back, we're going to look on the defensive side of the football and see exactly what was needed to sure up. And did somebody step up in the middle of that defensive line? We'll talk about it next when we return here on Talking Cowboys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. 
Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys, and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more do more. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Delicious to Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you'll see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and find the perfect Essilor lenses for you. See more, do more Essilor. And while we were in the middle of the break, uh, Chris Beam gave us some news in the in the back. And <laughs> apparently following week seven, the Pro Bowl uh, selection committee is actually going to hand out Pro Bowl selections to Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, Lyle Collins, and even Travis Frederick because of the drop-off after this Washington defensive line comes to town. They're all going to get Pro Bowl selections based off of (laughs) the gas that we're going to see from this offensive line. Now, we'll talk about the offensive line here in a little bit because there are definitely things to shore up, and I mean, that's not the only area that the Cowboys have to shore some some things up. But we are talking Cowboys Tuesday edition following the 38th. 10 loss to the Arizona Cardinals. Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, Heckma Harrison. I'm Kyle Yeomans. And I mentioned the defensive line. And, and Isaiah mentioned a little bit earlier. You thought containment was a little bit better. I mean, you kept a, a Kyler Murray ball club, led ball club to what was it? 10 carries, 74 yards, and long was 16. So you kept him at least semi <laughs> under control. But oh. what did you think about the defensive line in the front seven? Whenever they have Leighton Vanderesh back in the full, they were better. I, mean, I was encouraged because they were they were definitely better, and I think that's because of the leadership. Um, I don't want to give it all to, to LV. Uh, I think those guys showed up with. Um, I think they accepted a challenge. You know, I really do. I, I believe that they accepted a challenge. I believe they came out with the intent, um, the determination to to not only contain Colin Murray, but really put a stop to what he can do. I think they were successful with that early on. I think they had him flustered. Um, I think he was frustrated. Um, he wasn't able to get out the pocket the way in which he really wanted to get out the pocket, which was on, on the outside. He had to step up and inside, um, which is where the, if he has to run, that's the direction you want him to go because he's running to the heart of your defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was making ill-advised passes. He wasn't accurate. So, I mean, everything that they wanted, they were getting early on. Um, but I, as you as you 
and you know once turnovers hit you know you as a as a defense who's playing well you get really deflated you get really deflated yep. when you do what you're supposed to do um you get your offensive ball and they give it right back and guess what i'm back on the field right okay so and then you go back out you're like okay <laughs> let's, let's, let's get it let's get it together our offense you know they messed up the one time let's go out here and ball out again and they get the ball back again right they get these guys to punt you get the ball back on offense again and guess what they give it right back mm. so as a defense i mean what are you thinking right now we finally playing well we got our dog back in linebacker and our offense just 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 gives us the business right now so i think they played well early on but then they lost hope whenever you look at the total offensive output of this ball game and you you have the yardage of three plays you have the 60 yard reception from andre hopkins the 69 yard reception or excuse me 69 yard touchdown run from kenyon that was in garbage time, and then you have the 80-yard touchdown pass from Kirk, from Murray to Kirk accounted for all but 229 total yards for the Arizona Cardinals. That doesn't even really include the turnover yardage. That was later on in the fact that they were pushed up against their own wall. I feel like it's a lazy thing on this Tuesday to blame the defense, Rob. I could be wrong, but I think they played their best game of the year, but they were just put in awful situations, and then like Isaiah just said, the big plays just added up later on. Yeah, I mean, it all goes together. You can't blame, you cannot, when you're two and four, you can't blame one aspect of a football team. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's, it all ties together. Like you said, the, the turnovers are a problem. Now, that being said, Mike McCarthy talked repeatedly after the game about, and Jerry did too on the fan this morning, Handling adversity, and, and part of that's the sudden change situations where you know I, I, I'm Isaiah is right. I'm sure it's deflating as heck to you know be in those situations, but it's a touch. It's like a touchdown almost every time after these turnovers. It's, I think it's 84 points off turnovers. They've got to be able to get a stand at some point. I you know I so it's partly there. I I, I thought like Isaiah said. I thought early on they tried their best to contain Kyler. Um, you know, sometimes you just can't help. He's going to get out in space, and it's Jalen against a, a quarterback who runs a four-three in space. That's a tough matchup. Uh, but they were able. To, look, he threw. He was nine of nine of twenty, nine yep, of twenty-four. Nine of 24. He, he, you know, he had some big plays, but but they they did some things to to fluster him. Yep. But uh, again, it just comes down to the big plays. You know, they the one at the end. You know, don't get me started on that one. But <laughs> but the, the I don't know what happened there. But, you know, it, to me, it, it, what, what's becoming clear is the, the offense just can't – they've got to have more positive drives because the defense is going to – can hold for a few drives, but they're going to be susceptible against, uh, against teams with, with really top players. They're going to give up a big play here and there, and the offense has to be able to manage it, and you can't do that by giving up drives so easily with turnovers. You know what, guys? We have, we have two Isaiah standbacks. We got the, the house Isaiah, and then we have the studio Isaiah. Because the house, the, the, at the house, at, at the studio, uh, standback studios, Kyle, if you would have asked him that question, he would have started melting out of his, into his seat, right? Because Just it's not a frame. lazy take to say. Yeah, here it is with completely out of the frame because, man, our defense is... We're bad, and I don't, you know, containment, all of that. I didn't see it. I mean, I saw Kyler Murray, Murray beating contain, pitching the ball to himself. 
getting around the corner. You knew what we had coming to town. And Colin Murray got what he wanted every time. And I attribute that first quarter of him just being happy to be at home <laughs> and knowing that he was at AT&T and Kingsbury just had to tell him, hey, dog, calm down. I know you're ready to go off, but you're missing wide open guys. And what happened as soon as he calmed down, he throws an 80-yard bomb that was there the first time that he tried it. Mm -hmm. And look, the two turnovers are one thing, but guys scoring on those turnovers are another thing. It's just not a necessary thing. Like, you turn the ball over and you can go in and score. No, we put our defense back out there, hold them to a field goal at least. We can't stop anybody and at the historic pace that we're on and they showed it man we've given up more points than any other defense in what 50 years Is 50 right? years F mm. yes 50 years and mm. man i look defensive line wise 79 hamilton i mean this guy's in on a fourth and one i don't see Dunterry terry paul i don't see anybody else 79 was a guy that was showing up last mm. night even yeah. neville gallimore was chasing guys down and, and, and making tackles but Linebacker-wise, even on that long run by Kenyon Drake, who by all statistical by statistical numbers was having a about an average season, now he looks like Marshall Falk. Uh, but you know our linebackers were just in the wash, and this guy takes it. Come on, this this is a part where everybody has to look at themselves and say, okay, look, we are on pace to be the worst defense ever. And <laughs> yep. if they have any pride in themselves, this is the point where you start looking yourself in the mirror and tapping yourself right here in the middle and saying, look, man, we got to have more heart than this. We can't just come out and get our lunch taken. I don't think anybody thought that this, the Cardinals offensive line was any good. But last night, as a collective group, they looked unstoppable. They got whatever they wanted from us, man. This is just, this is awful. This is awful. And, and I don't know, you know, we're going to talk about it all week, how we fix it, what we do. But, dude, there's just no heart in this. You just don't see any effort, no want to stop it, right? And I'm frustrated as hell, if you can't tell. Oh, we can tell, and I love it. Really? You are? Yeah. No, I love it. I, I want to hear that frustration. <laughs> Isaiah's over here. He's in, fairness, in fairness, in fairness. Kyler does this to everybody. I will True. say that. Yeah. I mean, and twice to us. Hey, and twice to us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. And you know what? You might see him. You might see him again. I can't no, believe no. I'm this. You might. You might no. see him again in the first round no. of the playoffs. Hey, no. Hey, don't hey. do that to me, Rob. But, hey, but you know what? Rob. No. Stop, I, I'm Rob, stopping no. myself because we can't talk about the playoffs today. We can't no. even not think about all. that. But I'm, I'm just. No. I'm just. Hey, I'm just messing with you. Hey, in all in all seriousness, in all seriousness. Like Rob just said, he was going to do this to you, right? We talked about the guys that you're going to have to put on him. If you're going to try to stop Kyler Murray, you need internal presence, you need outside containment, and then you need a doggone secondary guy to be on him to spy him if you're going to try to contain him. They did a good job taking away the pass, right? Yeah. They, they took away the pass for the most part, except for the fact that, guess what, the same issue we've been having is safeties. We haven't had safeties, which is why I called on Earl to Pearl, right, for a long time now, right? They, they still need to address the safety position. There's a whole lot of other positions that have come into the fold now that we need to address in terms of offensive line, in terms of the D-line guys. We talked about Gallimore. We talked about 
uh, was it Hamilton? Mm-hmm. Uh, and those guys that are high effort guys, you know, those guys are high effort guys. Those guys are coming in and they're wanting to play versus some of the other guys, the veterans that we're seeing that don't seem to have that same fire and desire. Yep. But even on that last play of Drake, I'm watching it over and over again, even right now. Our safety sucked, man. Like these guys are running into holes where the running backs in two holes over. They're they're getting washed and caught in the wash. They're not showing any kind of awareness. Uh, we talked about the coverage earlier. So yeah, our front seven. They, I, I feel like they played better, um, but these safeties didn't help, right? <laughs> if we had safeties that were actually diligent and actually you know um, composed and, and, and structurally sound, they, they you wouldn't have this run by Drake at the end of the game. You wouldn't have these these big plays over the top. Um, and, and that's just that's just the facts. So even though the front seven can be better, and they were better, when you don't have safeties that are disciplined, that's when big plays go. So as we talk about, there wasn't a lot of they didn't move the ball a whole bunch aside from you know you know Murray doing what he does, yep. right? But the big plays come into part. And why do the big plays happen? Because the guys that have the title of safety aren't being safeties. It's a good point. It, it really is. And I, I think entering this game, if we were to say you held DeAndre Hopkins to two receptions for 73 yards, sure, you'd be like, oh, those are one of those must have gone for a long gain. But you really take away that 60-yard gain, and you had him at one for 13, the majority of the football game. And you held Kyler Murray to nine completions for 188 yards. I think you would take that as a defense. But where things went wrong Rush. was in the rushing Rush yards. Rushing. That was where the rushing yards went down. The Cardinals had... Had 261 rushing yards, third most by any team in the game in 2020, oh, by the man. way. Uh, two of those three, those top three have been against the Cowboys, <laughs> Cleveland Browns. Uh, most yards rushed for by Arizona oh, since having 266 in Week 5 last year versus Andy Dalton and the Cincinnati Bengals. I know that's a different kind of statistic, but just wanted to throw that out there. But when we, when we come back, yeah, that oh, might facts. be a big facts thing. When we come back, we're going to look back to the offensive side of the football and see how we can find a rhythm with Andy Dalton as the quarterback and with this offensive line as banged up as they are. We're going to try our best to piece together that offense when we return here on Talking Cowboys. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears. Okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. 
Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. Final segment of Talking Cowboys here on this Cowboys Tuesday following a 38-10 to loss. The Cowboys now at 2-4. Don't miss your chance, though, to get tickets to see the Cowboys at AT&T Stadium this season with home matchups still remaining against the Steelers, Washington, the 49ers, and the Eagles as well. A limited number of tickets are on sale. Now get yours today at DallasCowboys.com slash tickets. So you get to see uh, Ben Roethlisberger and James Conner and Juju Smith-Schuster come to town. We'll see if the Cowboys defense comes to town that day, but overall you can still go find your tickets and, and buy those while you can. Fun times at AT&T Stadium no matter what. Final segment though, Isaiah Stanback, Kyle Yeomans, Rob Phillips, Heckma Harrison, and yeah, still a little frustration over the 28-point loss yesterday to the Cardinals, guys. And and we talked about the offensive line a little bit earlier. And Andy Dalton, of course, in his first game as uh, quarterback following the Dak Prescott injury. And I, Isaiah, I wanted to ask you this question specifically. But last week, I know, I think all four of us were in agreement that the gap wasn't going to be huge from a Dak Prescott drop-off to Andy Dalton. Well, it was huge, at least in Game 1. Is this something that we can expect to continue from Andy Dalton moving forward, or is it really kind of just an anomaly and something that he had because of a lack of reps? uh, So when it comes to quarterbacks... Let me think. How, how can I address this? I wish I could see Isaiah right now. Me too. <laughs> He's puzzled. Let's just say yeah, that. Yeah, so when we say that it was a huge drop-off, what do we feel like Dak would have done better in this game? And that's no no disrespect. Right? You know, Dak would have still thrown the ball 54 times. Mm-hmm. Um, Dak would have maybe been a little bit more accurate because he has that continuity with the receivers, right? So I give I give them that. Um, you know, instead of two interceptions, with his legs. instead of two interceptions, he might have had one interception and a fumble, mm-hmm. right? So it still would probably have been one or two turnovers there. Um, I'm not sure what would be drastically different in this game aside from just the timing with the receivers. Um, Andy Dalton didn't receive time, and I'm not making excuses for him. It was a longer week. I mean, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about. Pressure, like pressure. Oh, okay. Right? Time, he he like didn't have time, time to, to throw. throw the ball. Okay, time to throw. Okay. Um, yeah, we can say that Dak, you know, Andy Dalton got out a couple times. We can say that Dak would have got out probably a little bit more. But that wouldn't have made the receivers be open anymore. That wouldn't have made the receivers catch the ball any more efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, just don't, I just don't see where, he, where Dak would have had that drastic of an impact. And that's no shade on him. That's just being real. I think it would have been better, of course, um, simply because of his continuity. But... Efficient, uh, uh, his his effectiveness. These boys was coming. They were coming no matter what. I don't care. I don't care who you would have put back there. You could put Joe Montana back there. You could have put Troy Aikman back there. These boys did not care. Right? They were going to disrespect anybody that was back there. And these receivers were still going to have trouble getting open against this secondary. Mm-hmm. So the issues were still going to be present. Um, I'm I'm sure Dak would have did a little better. But I still see when we look at the stats. I think the turnovers are still there. 
I think that the, the pass attempts are still there. Um, they won the time of possession, right? Um, yeah. But, you know, hey, this ain't good on me. <laughs> um, but I just don't see, you know, I think that Andy gets better. I think Dalton does get better. And I think simply because of the continuity. But the other issues that are, that are underlying factors are still going to be present. Rob, do you agree? Man. I'm with I'm with Hekma in that I do think his escapability, his his mobility would have been an asset. And, and not to say Andy Dalton's not mobile, but I think I think he could have made some more things imp- improvise wise, make some more things happen. And Isaiah's right. I think that the, the continuity with the receivers is big. I mean, Amari Cooper spoke to that after the game as well. Um, I think I just go back to what I said at the start of the show. They didn't they didn't do him any favors. They didn't help him. They didn't they didn't help lift him up and give him a chance to settle in um, with the turnovers. Obviously, the protection was a problem for stretches. Uh, it just wasn't it just wasn't um, the table wasn't set for him to step in and and drive that bus like they need him to. Uh, and and so I don't I don't put this loss on Andy Dalton. Yeah, at all. I I just. Um, Zeke put the loss on him, and I, I think those, you know, it's not one guy, but those two turnovers just completely took the air out of the balloon. Look, we watch a lot of football, guys, and, and when you do, you see those moments where a quarterback will make a play to get you back in the game. I mean, just go back to Indianapolis uh, this over the weekend. Um, Phillip Rivers had to make plays to bring bring them back. And so one of the things that we talked about about Andy Dalton was his ability to read defenses and his quick release. We saw none of that. True. Um, Buda Baker was coming. He yep. wasn't disguising that he was coming. He was literally running up to the line of scrimmage. The linebackers were standing in the A-gap. They let you know that we're bringing the kitchen sink at you. And you're <laughs> going to have to find a hot read. He couldn't find it, okay? And when the play breaks down and you need a guy to be mobile and get out and get you those yards, he could not get us that either. So, look, I'm I'm tired of prefacing my statements when I say something about one guy over another, no disrespect. Look, get it done, right? That's, what, are we, what are we talking about here? If, 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 if that's your strength, you read, you throw quickly, the continuity, a slant route is a slant route, dog. A post is a post. A hitch is a hitch. Throw it. Catch it. What? What are we – is it – what? I'm sorry, I'm I lost wish, right I, now because hey, I don't hey, understand. Hey, what, I, hey, I sense your frustration, what? right? And, and I wish you, you do hey, sense it. I sense you the do? frustration, and, and, okay. I, and, and I wish I wish it was that easy as some, as a quarterback that's stepping in um, under these circumstances. And I'm not making any excuses for Andy Dalton. I was tooting Andy Dalton's horn all week long about how he's a vet, how he's an All Pro, and guess what? He didn't come in and perform that way. That, no. That's that's the facts, right? He did not come in and perform that way. Um, but it wasn't just simply him not showing up and performing well, right? There yeah. were other factors. Let's be real. There were other factors. Oh, heck yeah. And, 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 I, don't think, Baker. and I don't think that's yeah. what Heckma's so, saying, yeah. though. I don't think Heckma's necessarily saying that it's all on Andy Dalton, yeah. but he didn't get it done. No, we he all didn't. Can't be. No, absolutely. We all came in and said he's going to make an impact because he's a veteran, because he's going to be able to right the ship at this specific moment, yeah. even with the tough situation around him. He didn't do that. No, absolutely. you're absolutely correct. And he did not. That, let's, let's say that first. He didn't get it done, right? Mm-hmm. The things that, are, that you ask of a quarterback to do, he didn't get those things done. Boom. All right, that's said out there. Now, let's talk about the offensive line. Offensive line was scared. They, they yeah, needed they some baby wipes after the game, right? Yeah. These boys were scared. They were nervous like Purvis, okay, as I would like to say. These dudes was coming, and they were coming fast, right? And let's talk about the, the Peterson and those guys. They weren't giving these guys any space. 
They weren't getting any I space. Thought, I were, thought Byron Murphy had a, lot, a fantastic Byron Murphy day. bought out, right? Yeah, so he I mean, was all so, over them. So, you know, if people are talking about, oh, you know, Arizona's not the best defense. No, they're not the best defense, but guess what? They sure played like it last night, mm-hmm. right? These boys were all up in dude's face, and we said that they were going to put hands on these guys and make, make it hard for these guys to not only get open, but to make catches, right? And even when they had opportunity to make catches, they didn't catch the ball, right? So, that you know, when Andy Dalton was on point, these guys didn't make plays for him, right? Um, now, for one reason or another. Now, everybody's talking about Dak. Oh, Dak would have been able to, you know, get out the pocket and make more plays. How many times, y'all? How many times? How many times would Dak have got out the pocket and thrown a ball? Let's be real about this, right? Yeah, Dak might have got out. You know, so are, we, are we talking about two, Maybe three? Maybe on the third down when we did yeah. the first down. Are we talking about two, mm-hmm. three, four plays? Yeah. We threw the ball 54 times. That's less than Dak had been throwing it. Yeah. Right? Dak had been throwing it 57 times. Yeah, I know. Right? So, like, like, what, like let's, you're let's, right, let's, but, let's be but they real. just. You're we right, are. but they, they they needed they needed a couple different chunk plays. If they could have if he could have been in the game and hit a couple big plays, that's yeah. what they were missing. Yeah. They didn't have anything down yeah, the I mean, field. I think their lar- longest completion was 27 yards. They, I, I think he might have been able to give them a couple of those uh, to move them down the field. I'm not disagreeing with you. I yeah, mean, I think no, for sure. we were in agreement all last week we that, that Andy can step in and do the Absolutely. job, and 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 they didn't do enough around him to help him. Yeah. Um, but, but especially when we talk about dropping touchdowns, right? It, we talk about dropping touchdowns. I know it was just was yeah. one play, but that's oh yeah, that's into one the half huge play, Big yep. play, right? When you're talking about somebody who's trying to step into somebody else's yep. shoes, I don't care what your name is, you're trying to step into somebody else's shoes who have been balling out, yep, right? And you find you're you're struggling to get your feet underneath you, right? The O line struggling to protect, and you finally get a ball out, right? That's on the money. You get a drive going, and that's that is so demoralizing when somebody drops a touchdown, a, a easy touchdown, right? It kills you. It absolutely kills you. The one opportunity you have to get a little bit of confidence, I don't care if it was Heckman coming off the bench playing quarterback, right? Is if, if you finally get that play, you're struggling, struggling, struggling. You're like, man, oh, here he goes right here. And that dude drops it. Crap. If I if we can't get this right, it's gonna be a long night. And I think and and yeah. the first drive out of the out of halftime, Kyle referenced yeah. it earlier, where it's a trip and fall situation. It's pr- it, that's probably a PI. They didn't call it. Probably that was that's, a that's definitely PI. Yeah. That, that's that's your chance to come out of halftime and try to get something going yeah. and just nothing. You're right. N- nothing nothing went his way. It was one of those nights. And Steve Levy even talked about it on the broadcast. And, and I think he said that over and over and over again. That's just how things are going for the Cowboys tonight. Hopefully they go better as we move into week seven and we'll break down with the Washington football team of teams and football clubs and whatnot come into town, or actually we go to their town this week <laughs> in week seven in yeah. an yep. NFC East battle. The Cowboys are still in first place right now, but I don't think anybody wants to hear this hear that at the moment at two and four. Uh, I, that one hurts a little bit even to say at this point. But that's going to do it here for Talking Cowboys today. We'll be back with more tomorrow. Join us 9.30 on DallasCowboys.com and the various streaming platforms. But for Isaiah Stanback, for Rob Phillips, Heckma Harrison, and Chris Beam in the back, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from the Star in Frisco. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!